welcome to the first day pod. Can you believe we're here? <laughs> so I'm Leanne. Hello, your host. And uh, Mike may pop in. I'm not 100% sure, but um, we just didn't want to miss out on doing this podcast episode. Uh, and this might be the last. I think it's probably going to be the last one. So um, I just kind of wanted to hop on and share with you guys what's been going on the last five months, uh, especially with the show and, uh, you know, why we haven't been here, what our plans were, what our tentative plans are now and, um, what we're both doing. So we have been so grateful for this community and we've had, I don't even know what episode this is. I feel like it's like, it's well over a hundred and we've had a lot of really great guests. We've had a lot of really great conversations. Um, we're going to continue doing the book club. Um, we're just closing it for, you know, new members, but we're not getting rid of that because that has been every single week. Um, that has remained. And so, you know, all of you that are in it, don't worry, that's not going anywhere. We're going to continue doing that every week because the conversations in there are just so powerful and so uplifting. And we share the wisdom and there's an education. And my favorite is the empowerment. So the book club is going to remain. Um, but the podcast, the way that, you know, we've been doing it, uh, I think we're going to get rid of it. So what we wanted is because we love the guests that we've had and the interviews that we've had and you, the listeners, we have just absolutely loved. We've made such good friends through this podcast that it's it's really sad that we're not going to continue doing it. Um, but here's what happened. So back in August, September, um, I was becoming overwhelmed with everything that I was doing, but then also a big part of it was I really wanted just so much more from this podcast. And with the name First Day Pod, I always wanted it to be like around the name and then around what you guys have been used to that we've been talking about um, addiction and everything from, you know, Mike's opioid addiction to both of our food addiction, to thought addiction, to um, just eating disorders in general. Like we've touched on a lot of really important conversations and a lot of them are really, really personal to Mike and I. And so then it kind of morphed into where I was doing a lot of the shows on my own because Mike has been super busy with, you know, getting his master's and then now working in the field as a therapist and juggling, you know, his other his other passions and his other things that we wanted to continue doing this, but it was, it was tough to juggle his schedule, my schedule and sticking to this. So I started doing it and it was more, it was less about addiction and more about, um, hacking life hacks and, and how to do personal growth, uh, together and all that kind of thing. And, Um, it was really good and I really liked it and I really enjoyed it. But then every time that I went to go do an episode, it was like, how does this tie into the, what people were wanting? And you guys were loving it. 
because the conversations were amazing. They were so fun and so they were empowering, not only for like the listeners, you guys, but for me. So then um, I started this little project. Um, it was called Hello Happy, and I was really, really loving it. And that was a lot of fun. And so I was um, going to do that and this. And then that Hello Happy morphed into, you know what, I'm going to do my own podcast. And I still had the intention of doing this podcast with Mike, but our schedules were, it was so difficult to connect them that I started doing that podcast. And I started that a couple of weeks ago. It's called The Friendly Show. I'm loving it. And I love that I can do it on my own schedule. We still do, you know, we do one podcast every Wednesday at eight so that it still has this kind of back and forth with the comments, which is my favorite, favorite part. So when I started doing that, before I started that, Mike was like, well, maybe what we do is we take the first day pod and we rebrand it into your friendly show, like the friendly show. And I was like, no, no, we can do both. We can do both. Let's keep both of them together. And so then I was like, what if we just do the first day pod on the first day of every month? Let's just do that. And it'll be 12 times a year, but at least it's once a month that we're coming and we're being here with everybody. And that sounded like a really great idea. And then Thursday happened and Mike ended up having clients until nine o'clock at night. So he wasn't out of there before 10 o'clock. I think it was like 9.45 and he's like, okay, I'm just leaving now. And we were supposed to do a show that night, but he just couldn't because you have to, I mean, he's got to take his clients. So now it wasn't the first day. So then we were like, okay, we'll do it on the weekend. And Mike was supposed to be here. Wah, wah, wah. Mike was supposed to be here. He was going to be here. He was here yesterday. Something ended up happening that he had to go back. And so we're not together. And so now that's just the way that our life is. It is very all over the place and it's hard to get to those two schedules together to see each other, let alone to do a podcast. So then we were like, okay, well now yesterday, last night at midnight, we had this conversation and it was like, okay, what are we going to do? And what are we going to do about the show? And um, we juggled around and we still haven't come up with a decision decision, but I'm, I think I'm going to just make the executive decision. I have the friendly show, which is going to be very similar to this. We're going to touch on, it really is a place that is, I want to build a circle of friends where people don't feel alone. Okay. So that's basically what we were doing here. Right. Um, but just not under the premise of addiction and mental health. It's just the friendly show. So I liked the fact that we had Mike because he really did have a really good insight being a therapist. But now the friendly show is just me, your friend, Lee. Like that's all that it is. And it's growing to be something really exciting and real and raw and just a great circle, a great friendship circle. So what I think I'm going to do is I'm going to look into what that means I should have done this when Mike first suggested it months ago about taking all of our YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, all that kind of thing and shifting it to the friendly show. And what we'll do is when Mike and I can get our schedules together, we'll do an episode on the friendly show and we'll we'll be there together. So you guys will still get to hear him. 
But at least then I can, instead of juggling the two podcasts, everything can come over there. So that's what we're going to do. Um, I'm really sad to see First Day Pod kind of dissolve, but it's kind of been that way. It's been just shy of five months since we've been here. Um, and time flies. And I want you guys to know that we think about you guys every single day. We're always talking about when are we going to do a show? When are we going to do a show? And you guys know, I mean, maybe you don't, maybe your life is like really by the book scheduled and you feel really good and like you don't lose track of anything. But for us, it doesn't feel like it's been five months since we've been here. September 12th was our last show. And it doesn't feel like it's been that long because we've thought about it so much and because we have the book club every single week. So we're seeing some of you guys every week. Um, so time just flies. But I didn't want to just just make this decision and not be here for you guys to let you know and and also be here if you have comments or questions or I don't see any in the in the feed right now but I you know if you do have questions about it we're here um I would imagine oh there we go so potentially we can have Mike pop on I think I see him coming in um but that's where we're gonna where we're gonna be um also is he here? Oh, I don't have earphones on. Uh oh. So that's going to end up being a problem. Okay, so <laughs> Mike, do you want to take it over for a few seconds? Yeah, and I'm I got gonna it. My earphones. And I basically told, well, you go ahead and then I'll yeah. be here in a minute. Okay. Okay. Hey, everybody, how you doing? I'm Mike. Oh, life can be hard. It's challenging. There's so many difficulties. Self-afflicted? Maybe. I'll tell you this. I, oh, there's my alarm. I was up too late last night because I put myself in a stupid situation in the first place. So uh, that's why I missed my alarm. And, you know, why do I do this to myself? I got to take care of myself. I got to respect myself. Do I love myself? I don't know. I really don't seem to. A lot of things I do to myself imply that I... Oh, there we go. Look, at that's a nice background. Oh, is that too big? Whee! But the things I do are just silly. I'm a silly man. I've made a lot of mistakes in life. I'm trying to do better every day, but I seem to just do things that hurt me intentionally, self-sabotage, whatever it is. Uh, I've learned patterns of behavior where I have disrespected myself consistently. And that's sad. It makes me sad inside. Do you do the same thing? Do you do things that you wonder why you do them? Uh, things that you question? Hey, why do I treat myself this way? I know a lot of people out there can relate to this. They really can. And that's what's sad. So you try to find ways to get better, but then you're just still stuck in your same old ways. And me, I do that. I, I got problems. Yeah. I'm just a sad individual. I don't care for myself enough. And I have so much to look forward to. I have so much to live for. And, you know, I love my wife and I love life. Life's, it's great. Life's, you only get one shot. But, you know, if you're afraid of dying, then... Why would you not enjoy life to the max? You know, death is a scary thing and it's going to happen to all of us and we're all going to be gone someday. We'll never come back to this plane of existence. It's over. 
when it's over. So you really should enjoy the good times while you got them. But it's easier said than done sometimes. Right, Leanne? Yeah. Okay, so Hi. what part did I... Hi. So what part did I miss? We went into death? I don't know. I'm just rambling. Okay. Well, I did 10 minutes prior and saying that. that... Yeah, so I'm going to... I'm going to get Mike up to speed real quick, you guys. So okay. I made the decision that we are going to dissolve the first day pod. And then what we're going to do is um, I'm going to see, you know how you were saying before that we can take the the YouTube and the Facebook and all that kind of stuff and like rebrand it into the friendly show. So then we have that. I'm going to look into doing that or putting up a banner that says, hey, come on over to the friendly show. And then what we can do is periodically when you and I can get our schedule together, then we can do an episode like this on the friendly show and just keep it simple. That way there's no pressure of us trying to get our schedules together anymore. Oh, and we can smart. and we can talk. Well, you had mentioned doing something similar months ago, and I wasn't ready to hear it because I was like, we can do both of them together. And yeah. it's just becoming difficult. I mean, like, we don't see each other that often anyway. So, like, it's not that we are not making time just for the podcast. Like, it's hard to make time for us as a couple in general. So I figure that way. I keep up the friendly show because that's easier for me because it's single. It's my schedule kind of thing. And then when we can do it, maybe we'll do more than 12 episodes or maybe we'll do the first day of the month or maybe we'll just whatever. But then we get to still have this because I don't want to miss this. And I know people love listening to you and talking to you and seeing your insights. Um, so I don't want people to miss out on that. So I think that would probably be the better way of going. Okay, honey. <laughs> I get okay, honey, a lot. <laughs> what? Okay, that's it. I'm agreeing. I know. This is so interesting. Why? Because I just, I don't know. I'm not, I guess, I don't know. I agree with you. I know. It's so nice. And every woman wants that. Just like. For their their husband to see i just always expect there to be like some sort of pushback like no we can do it this way i guess i'm the only one really in the relationship that gives pushback about like but what if we do this you're pretty decisive if it sounds like a good idea you're good at going with it which is really nice did you take your bandage off no did you no but you should do you want to do it here no, because I got to wipe it off. Oh, I don't remember the rules. You're supposed to take out the bandage and brush it off with a clean, uh, like paper towel. Oh, right, because there's a layer on it. Yeah, we got to remove the layer. Oh, don't okay. use a rag or anything; just a paper towel. Show everybody! Yes. <laughs> got tattoos underneath these things yesterday. Oh, got one thing right yesterday. We. We did it. I did we it. We did it. Yay. I wish I had something to drink. I'll pretend. Cheers. Yes, we did it yeah. right. So 
So that's exciting. So we have our rings. I we can't do. wait for you guys to see it. Yes. Mine is beautiful. A, Mike's is really cool. I'm so excited yeah. about it. I'm very pleased. Yeah. We love each other, and now we've got that taken care of. So, yeah. well, we made some progress this year so far. It's so February 4th. There's still time. Yeah. Year's not over yet, but. No. I don't know. I just, life could be so disappointing. And usually, you could disappoint everybody yourself yeah you got nobody i got nobody to blame but myself when i don't do things that i need to do and when i make mistakes and you know it's just uh i'm tired of letting myself down so sick of it yeah and you got to talk to people you got to talk about why why do i let myself down why do i let others down why do i have these learned behaviors i just continue to lean on and i want to change and I obsess about changing all the time, but yet there I am day passes by no change has taken place. No change occurs. It's a ridiculous trap of constantly thinking about changing, knowing I want to change, understanding negative outcomes from my behavior. And yet I'm still stuck in them. And, you know, I think that has something to do with executive function. I think I got problems with my executive function. I don't know why, but that might be the case. Really? And you don't, yeah, well, I mean, if you're not organized and you're not able to create change and do things you want to do, then it usually has to do with the executive function in the front part of your brain. And a lot of people have that and uh, may not be diagnosed with that. It doesn't take a necessary disorder to d label it that. But. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's pretty obvious. It's just a, something we know about the brain and how it works. So... Yeah. What can I say? Life is just a real challenge. And if you're not up for it, you still got to play ball anyways. So, Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, I really do think that we need to start where we're just taking the little steps that's the only thing that's been helping me is just those baby steps because i used to you know i used to be i'm gonna just go like no sugar and exercise every day and get my sleep and do my water and blah, 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 blah. and i had all of these things that i wanted to do and i would start first day of the week or first day of the month or first day of the year and want to do all of them and oh it never worked for me ever, even though like I always pushed and grind and tried and then I would burn and then go back to like, it was just, it was hard. And people talk all the time about like making little micro shifts and little taking little habits and doing the little things and then compounding it and being consistent with it and building on it. And that just didn't sound fun. It didn't sound like it was like, that's not anything to be proud of. But now a year later, I'm actually really proud of it. And I, oh. I I did it. I did it that way where my food is still that's my that's my last thing. That's the hard thing for me. But I got all the rest of it in check. I used to not drink any of my water. And now I get at you least love two, it. I do. Well, I don't love it. I, I don't. But I'm drinking it like I'm I do at <sighs> least two liters. And 
I do it. I do at least two liters and I usually get half my weight in water, but I just started there. And then I started with the walking. And then I, because I was doing the walking, the only time I could fit walking in was in the morning. And so then it made, it was hell to get up in the morning when I wasn't getting to bed on time. So then I started doing that. So it was like one change forced other changes. Oh, I like that. So One change. Oh, ah! sorry. One change to rule them all. Well, just it just inspires change in other areas, and then pick. Oh, what is this? Okay, great. Oh, this, We're gonna this yeah. little chart. Okay, go ahead. Executive it. dysfunction. Look at that. Oh, that's too close. Some examples of executive dysfunction. Go ahead, read them. Okay, this little chart here on the website. Executive dysfunction is not an official diagnosis. Like I said, it's just something that can happen. And some of the symptoms are focusing too much on just one thing. I think we've all been there, right? Mm -hmm. How about being easily distractible? Daydreaming or spacing out when you shouldn't be. And then there's struggling to switch between tasks. Mm. How about problems with impulse control? This showing a, a betting chips, pills, and wine. So that's all addiction, I would assume. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then uh, trouble starting difficult or boring tasks. That's anybody, though. Come on. That's like the whole world. The whole world has executive dysfunction. If that's the case. <laughs> But uh, there you go. If any of those six symptoms sound familiar, you could have some executive function issues. I absolutely do. Those really lay up with with ADHD. Mm -hmm. So is that ADHD is an executive functioning disorder? Yeah. Dysfunction, yeah. That makes sense. But you could not have ADHD and have some other symptoms that show you have executive dysfunction in your brain so something to think about you know blame yourselves blame myself for all my problems and my disappointments and my failures despite i'm so i'm always trying so what gives you know what's the deal if i'm always trying and i'm always failing what's the real story something to think about you're also not always failing like i think that's part of it always failing 24 7. My name is Mr. Failure. I'm Mr. Failure. Yep. So it's just not true. Okay. It's not true. But we can feel that way. Like that's, that's the, that's the problem is that we feel that way. And then it, it makes us want to just sit in that. And then it makes us aware of all the things that we're not doing. Where if we could like, I was telling you this last night, doing that exercise where I've, when I get out of the shower before I get dressed and I don't do it all the time, but I, I've been doing it a lot more. Um, I look at myself and instead of with like judgy eyes and like picking apart everything, I'm being kind to it. And when I see things that I don't like, I'm realizing that those were decisions that I made that got me there. 
So like when I see stretch marks, when I see cellulite, those were a lot of those were food choices that I just Mm -hmm. enjoyed in the moment. And I I'm the one that made those choices. Nobody put the food in my mouth and made me chew it and ingest it. I made those choices. Yeah. And so the food was addictive. Yes, I get that. But also you got away from taking opioids and those are super addictive and you still made that change. So making that change. All I did was replace it for a medicine. That's also not, that was a choice that you made to get off of the pills. It was. And it wasn't easy. I don't that, know. Yeah. It's easy not it's to easy. remember. It's easy not to remember that transition because now you're just in this. You know, like we forget where we were and how we were feeling or what we were going through and the transition that we had to make. You didn't just, oh, this is perfect. I'm just going to take this and then it's going to be okay. It was a big transition yeah. to get from that point to this point. That's true. And so now you speak you, the truth. Do you see how like I'm I'm always showing my hand? Now that I have the big black bandage on it, I realize how much people are going to be able to see it. I'm so excited. Yay! <laughs> so, yay. So, um anyway, I think we need to be last year my the first time in over 20 years. It was probably close to 25 years that my New Year's resolution did not include losing weight. That was the first time in all that time. And all I wanted was just to give myself grace that year. It was just, that's it. Gracie, Gracie, my puppy. And I just wanted to give myself grace. And I, I did that. But then it got to a point that I was like, I can't keep just giving myself grace and like letting myself off the hook. Now that I can give myself grace when I screw up, I need to take action in it. And so then that was in the summer when we started training for the marathon and I started Mm. doing the walking. And then I was like, oh, I need to stop snoozing because when I snooze, I don't get up to go for the walk. I do. I do. (laughs) They were all little, like you can't see it until you do it and then you look back and it's like, oh shit, these these are the steps that I took to get to this point. And so now a year later, or even six months later, I don't even think I was really doing all this stuff up until the spring because the winter, I'm not a happy camper. I don't like not being able to go outside. And and that changed for me this year because even when it was 10 below, I was still going outside because now it had become a habit and I didn't want to give that up. But every year I've always said that winter was my hardest year because I don't have the sun and I don't have, and they were all just excuses. Mm -hmm. But making all those little choices, now I can look back and be like, oh shit, that's why I lost the 20 pounds. That's why I'm like sleeping better. That's why I'm like, my complexion is better. Like all of these things are better, but I only see it because I can look back at what I did. Yeah. So like what's one thing, what's one thing that you can do that if you focused on one thing that it would make all the difference? Maybe that's like a little 
fun tasks that you can do today that you can like write down all the things that you want to do and then the changes that you want to make and the steps that you need and then just figure out that one thing. I think you talked to me about it last night too. But if you just pick just one, one thing. Loving myself? Yeah. Is that you it? Can, you can start there. Or the not eating past eight, like in your case. Oh, right. Well, I thought if I loved myself that I wouldn't do things to hurt myself. That is a big that's part of it. One yes. thing. Why don't I love myself? How and how do you sh how do you show love to yourself? I think that's what I think that was. For you got me, to show me love. I think for me that was one of the things that was like. We can keep saying that. Like I told you, I love myself. I love myself. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, do you? Because you're not showing yeah. it, and it's like. But I, I feel it like I, I feel like I love myself and it's true. If we don't show it, then you don't you're not feeling it because if I didn't show you that I love you, but I was just like, I love you. And then like never showing up, never saying anything to you, never like never doing anything for you. Would you believe that I love you just because I was saying it? No. So we have to figure out what we need because we want that from our partner, right? Like I want acts of service. That's my thing. Acts of service is totally my love language. Like when you do mm -hmm. things for me, I'm like, oh my God, he loves me. Like you could buy me, you could buy me a car and I'd be like, cool, thanks. That's, he likes me like that. He knows what I like, but that's not, that's not a love language for me. Service is a love language for me. Like when you do things for me, oh my gosh, that's like, super sexy and that's like he loves me so when i realize that that's what i need to do for myself so when you figure out what your love language is and what you want from me and what feels good for me you've got to do that for yourself what's your love language i don't know words of affirmation no touch i think yeah I like touch. So maybe you could do that. Touch me more. But even you could do that. Like you could do, oh. I find, I, yes, I can. But even like, I find that I do that for myself a lot. If I'm feeling like up, like tense, I will touch my heart and like my chest and it calms me down. Like it, there is something to that. You'll find me doing that a lot. It feels really good. Hmm. Okay. So well. I would figure out what what you need to do to actually show yourself that you love yourself. Yeah, you're right about that. That's definitely a number one. And keeping our promises to ourselves. That non not hitting the snooze has been a game changer for me because that's I lie to myself every morning because I hit the snooze seven times. I set my alarm for six o'clock, but then I like hit the snooze until seven. So I'm lying to myself all the time. But now that like, oh, my alarm lying goes off. Because you hit the snooze. I mean, that's a little harsh. It is not harsh. That is a, your subconscious doesn't know what's a big lie and what's a little lie. It just knows that you're not keeping your promise to yourself. So when I go to bed and I say, tomorrow's going to be the day that I'm going to get up at six o'clock in the morning and I'm going to start my day. 
and then I go and hit the snooze, I'm not waking up at six o'clock in the morning. It's magic. If you can say, okay, I'm going to wake up at six o'clock in the morning. And what you need to do is figure out what's the real time that you want to wake up. So if you actually want to wake up at 630, but you tell yourself you want to wake up at six because you know you're going to hit the snooze three times or four times, then don't do that. Set your alarm for 630 and don't hit the snooze. Tell yourself, I'm going to get up at 630, then get up at 630. And then your brain and your your nervous system is like, shit, all right, I guess we keep our promises to ourselves now. And it sounds really trite, but that's where it started for me. And then it was confident that like, oh, when I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to actually do it. When you say you're going to do something, you do it, Mike. Like you, you come and if you tell me you're going to be somewhere, you do it. If you tell your clients you're going to be there, you're there. But then when you tell yourself like today is going to be the day that I'm going to whatever, fill in the blank, because it's you, you don't do that for yourself. So yeah, if we can just, you don't I'm not know. so sure it's the case anymore. Yeah. What do you mean? I, I let everybody down in my life. You know, I, I don't do things. I, I, I cancel on things. I flake out on things. I mean, that might have been true once upon a time, but I've definitely slipped in that world. Reputation as a person that people want to rely on is slipping. And that's my own fault. Yeah. Okay. Well, you're there for me. I try to be. Yeah. Still don't always succeed there either. So, And it's not because it's your fault at all or you're demanding. It's I, I just disappoint and I, I don't follow through on things. I make mistakes and uh, just so tired of it. So clearly you can't just do the same thing over and over again. You know, I need support from the outside world and people in it. You know, I need to be involved in at least with groups that are working through the similar issues that I have and with my own uh, issues related to not going it's not social anxiety. It's because I, I, to me, I really figured this out recently, a couple of months ago, that my active drug addiction, when I was addicted to opioids, it was something I did alone and I isolated all the time doing that. And I've taken that experience, which I learned, learned behavior I did daily for, you know, a good six years, five years. And, I stopped taking the pills, but I still have the same behavior, the same routine. So I'm not on opioids anymore, but all of the conditions and learned behaviors and routines that were associated with my use are still with me. And that's a serious problem. That's what it is. I've learned to live that way. And I thought, oh, I, well, I'm not taking opioids anymore, but I, I haven't changed everything else. You know, and I need to talk to a therapist. I need to be in support groups that are similar to me and I, that could, people could relate to me and they can offer suggestions and I can share things with them. So that's really my big problem. I think that's, it all stems, really does from my addiction and the things I learned while I was taking pills every day, taking, a, taking opioids every day. That's it, you know? Makes total sense. Yeah, it does. It, it, you know, it, 
But at the same time, then there was things that I learned before that with food. You know, I always ate food late at night, even when I was, you know, 18, 19. As soon as I got out of high school, went to college and was living on my own. And I learned those behaviors. And then when I was addicted to pills, I was still associating getting high with my meals. And so none of that changed. I tried to change it. I had a, I had a period in 2020 there for about four or five months where I completely, I, I changed my behaviors. I, but I didn't change them all the way totally. Cause I was eating a lot of protein. I was eating chicken and steak and I'd eat it like seven, eight o'clock at night at the latest wouldn't eat too late. And then I hadn't changed the late night eating. I, every night I would have a bag of that boom chicka popcorn, you know, the purple bag of popcorn, but I lost like 25 pounds doing that diet, <laughs> but I still hadn't truly changed everything. Cause I was eating a base. I was eating two big bags of popcorn every night in bed. Yet I lost 25 pounds. Wow. So I guess that tells you about how much calories I was taking in prior and I was also exercising five days a week. So there you go. What looks like change isn't complete change. You may, someone out there may be fooling themselves saying, oh, I've changed this. You know, I'm, now I'm, oh, I'm eating differently. But there's still other hallmarks of your previous behavior that hasn't completely changed. Absolutely. So. That's it. That's that's my story. That's the bottom line. Okay, so so what does that mean? Like what are you going to what are you going to do? Do you want to make those changes? Do you yeah. want to get yourself into those groups and So what are you going to do as you're like when you get off this podcast, what is the first step that you're going to take? I don't know. I'm really tired right now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being here. <laughs> but uh yeah, I'm sorry. I was late. It's fine. Yeah, I'm going to Yeah. I'm gonna look for a therapist and even though I don't have insurance, maybe I'll find one. So we'll see about that. And then I will look at groups. I'll go uh you know, I hate Facebook. I think Facebook sucks. It's for old white dudes and uh, people who thought the internet was still the same 10 years ago. I don't know. I think Facebook's lame, but they got a lot of groups on there, so I could probably look around. And I remember last time I was on Facebook, I still was connected to all these groups. Every day people are posting in these addiction groups like, uh, I'm 72 hours you know, off pills, I'm off drugs, I'm really struggling. And these are real people, so... Who cares what the website is? If there's real people out there you can connect with, then, uh, you know, it's worth doing. Absolutely. So take a look at that. Okay. Good. And you don't think there's any any benefit in the trying to keep your promise to yourself in small things to build your confidence? I've already done, I've tried that. I've done that so many times. It hasn't worked. No. I've done it so many times. It has not worked. What have you done? Made a promise to myself. Right, no, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to eat bad food. I'm not going to eat after a certain time. All this stuff. I've made the promise to myself and it's never worked. So that's not going to work for me. 
But what about, okay, so that's fine. But, but those are, I'm in it. You're basically saying I'm not going to, I'm not going to feed into my addiction, it, whether it's behavioral addiction or, or substance addiction, it's still addiction. So you're saying, I'm just not going to do it today. And then the addiction takes over. But is there other, are there other things that you can do that you could take control over? That's why the snooze, it sounds really trite, but the snooze is so important because that's not an addiction. That's just a, you can actually change that. And that can be one step that every morning you just do that and build the confidence that when you say you're going to do something, you're going to do it. And then, you know, like even like just building habits of whatever you think is going to be beneficial to you, but that's not ingrained in you staying up at night or you eating alone at night or you doing any of the behavioral addiction parts because that's hard to change. But if you start changing your identity, then don't you think that that might have have some benefit to you? No. Because I always ended up where I, right back where I am. So it's not going to work for me. I'm making that very clear. I, I know from experience. It's not like I haven't tried. So I'm not being hmm. stubborn. I'm just telling you. You keep saying that, but it's not going to work for me. But you only... I know that. But don't you use them based just on your addiction? Aren't those the only no. promises that you're trying to keep from yourself? No, I've made all kinds of promises to myself in all phases to improve my life, and I've... Never stuck to them. Okay. In any try to change I've made. So that's not concrete enough. No, I'm going to manipulate myself and not stick to those. And I know that. I'm aware okay. of it. That's fair. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to take, it's going to take more than that. You know, it's going to take making an effort. No, that's not going to be good enough either. Okay. It's going to require consistency and it's going to require support and it's going to require constant vigilance and discussion and awareness and having it be on top of mind and on top of all the conversations in my life outside of working. So, Okay, good. That's what it's going to take. Are you ready for that? I'm ready. Yes. I am ready. Okay. I'm so sick of this trash. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to... <sighs> just want to... just want to get up each day and... You know, be a... Be a peace. Be, be content with my life, so... And that's very doable, because I got a lot of things going for me that I want in my life to be content, so... Just got to put it all together by making these decisions and working with people in supportive ways to constantly make change. And once change takes shape, then good things will happen. Okay. But you got to remember, for me, even these little factors and variables that are still representative of the things that I don't want to be doing anymore. I gotta, it's gotta all be tweaked, you know? I've never been somebody who's like, oh, you know, abstinence is the way to go. And a lot of things that doesn't work, but you know, it's like David Judy Wolf said, you know, abstinence from sugar, that was the only way to be. And that worked for them, you know? Mm -hmm. like they, just, they just couldn't have some of it anymore. They couldn't moderate. And that's true for some people. Some people, we, 
We can't moder- We can't have it in moderation. The party's over for some of us. Other people, they can do that. But it's not a case-by-case basis for each individual out there. You have to know, honestly, without manipulating yourself, what is truly best for you. No mm-hmm. BS. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're all really good at BSing ourselves. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Do you think that do you think that this show would at all be beneficial for you to keep it up every week? Of course. Like as like for the accountability portion of it, for the support portion of it? Of course. Yeah, if I'm living my life the way I should be, this show would be active and useful. So if I'm not living my life the way I need to be, then this show is doesn't exist. So do you want to ignore the first 10 minutes of this podcast episode and... Oh, we can and, just delete it, yeah. But if it's... If it's going to help you... Yeah. I said I'm going to delete the first 10 minutes, honey. Oh, I thought you meant just delete... No, delete, delete the, the first podcast. 10 minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or we could just put it. Our a, best life. The show matters. Okay. Well, then, then that's good. Then we can. I wouldn't delete the first ten minutes. I would put. You know, when you put your like, "Hey, welcome to the first day pod," blah, 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 and then you say like what the show is going to be about. You can say, "Hey, you can listen to the first ten minutes, but listen to the last ten minutes to get the real scoop of what's going on with the show." Because <laughs> I think they yeah. should hear where we thought we were going to be because. It was just true. I think that's the problem, too, is that with life, I really don't want the first 10 minutes deleted because I don't want to make it sound like we knew what we were doing and that we're going to like, okay, this is it. Like, that's what's going to help us and we're going to continue doing it. This is how change happens, is that you work through like what works, what doesn't work. And if it doesn't, to me, it made perfect sense in the beginning to say, okay, I'm making the executive decision that we are just going to stop this. And when Mike's available, he can come on and he'll be on the other show. Now, after having like conversation and going through it, then now I think that we should have the show. If you think that you're going to, it's not going to add to your schedule, if we can pick a time or maybe not even picking a time in advance, just saying, okay, we're going to do the show like on a Tuesday Tuesday afternoon, we're like, hey, you know what? I don't have clients tonight. Let's do it tonight at eight. And we just say, hey, guys, going live in five. Like, and whoever's here is here. They're meant to listen to it. And then it's always being out there once a week on the actual podcast places. It takes the pressure off right now, but then you can still show up every week. Yep. You're right. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad we did this. All right. Me too. Let's try it again. So, yeah. Sorry I was late. I was late too. I didn't come on until 1215 because I was couldn't figure out how to do all of this. You know that background thing? I couldn't I couldn't oh. figure out. It had like a two-person thing and. Yeah. You got to change these things down here. Yeah. These little. People icons. 
Yeah, I was pick this I, one. Or yeah, pick this one, or you, it was probably on this one. It was on that one. Hey, and let's then see. I, or we can zoom in. Whoa! Hey guys, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Or this. Hey, just you. Oh, or the where'd you go? Where are you? I'm not here. I don't know. Can they uh, hear you? Can you hear me? Well, I can hear you. you can't can hear they? me? Yeah, I can. Of course they can hear me. So. Oh, wow. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, you can customize the screen to look any way you want. Oh, this is so cool. You could have, I... a, you could have a big presentation thing on and you could be tiny in the corner. So. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's like what you did when you showed the executive function. That's right. right? Wow, technology. So exciting. It is. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we're getting back to a weekly show. I hope so. Okay. If I'm living the proper life I need to be, then this show is, yeah, once a week and constantly being used for the betterment of myself and the people who connect with it. And of course you are included in that. Okay. You know, that's, it's real simple. The show existed to make a difference as an outlet for people to speak openly and honestly about things they don't get to talk about every day at work or wherever. The things that are building up inside of you and things you know are detrimental to you or things you just need to say to feel better. You know, and anybody can jump in and say anything they want. There's no limitations here. Yeah. And we're trying not to, you know, judgment is just rampant anyways. Everybody who's part of this show probably judges themselves all the time. I know I judge myself all the time, so. Mm-hmm. Try to reduce that judgment will help too. But, you know, in a way, judgment also recognizes the things that were, it's not all bad necessarily. You don't need to look at judgment through the prism of, oh, I see things about you that need to be judged in a negative way. But judgment also recognizes the things in our lives that we need to work on. Judgment has a purpose. You know, judgment helped people survive when, you know, we didn't have suburbs and buildings to live in, you know. Making judgments about what was good and bad for you what was risky for you is a good thing. It's important to have that. There's a fine line between judging the things that will hurt you or help you versus, you know, sitting in judgment and just being cruel. And I think too often the word judgment in United States culture means that we're judging somebody negatively, uh, that we're better than them or something. But we need to spin that too. That needs to be modified. Didn't we have an episode where we talked about, or maybe it was a book club that we just talked about it, but about the difference between judgment and discernment? Is there, am I confusing oh, those? I don't know. I don't remember our past episodes, but I don't know, maybe. Maybe it was just in the book club, but that there's judgment and then there's discernment where we just have to make discernment all the time about like what's good and what like what's good for us and what's not good for us. Um. But yeah, I agree. There's so much out there that is just everything's black or white. Like they everybody thinks that like one word, especially in the English language, it's so fascinating because our English words have like a million meanings and so much nuance. And yet we're like, oh, this one's the popular one. So we're just going to like that's wrong. Like even discipline, like people, oh, you're in a discipline your children like you can't do that you got to be kind to your children giving your children discipline giving ourselves discipline is kind 
But it's like, yeah, like throwing them against the walls, not kind. That's that's like a bad form of discipline. But like giving discipline is not like discipline's one of those words too. Judgment's one of those words that it's like it's got a bad rap, but we need it. Yeah. Very fascinating. Yep. All right. right. I'm excited. So we'll come back next week then and Yay! see how things are going. Okay. This is great. I'm glad we did this. Would it make sense to keep this up or for the friendly show for you to come on and do an episode once a week on the friendly show? <laughs> you don't you don't want to do that? I thought we just made a decision already. We did see this is what I'm saying, guys, is that like he makes a decision and we're good. And then I am like, but what if? Here's the thing that I'm thinking is I don't want to keep up social on both. Yeah, no one's gonna do social for this. Okay. So I can come on that show. I don't care. All right. All right. Well then we'll do that. We'll figure that out if it's just gonna be We'll make that decision today. I really have to okay. think about like what that means for social and all that the rest of it because I don't I don't want to keep anything up extra like in two places. I don't have the bandwidth for that. Yeah, well you don't have to. Okay. You just don't. You don't have to. Okay. All right, well then that sounds good. I'm glad you're here. I was I was gonna just wrap up when you were coming on. I was like ready just to start wrapping up. So this was I bet this was good. Yeah, I love you. All right, thanks everybody. I love you very much. Yes, first day pod. Thanks everybody. First day pod gmail dot com. I'll send us an email. And uh, yeah, we're still here. You know, I guess we're still out here. This is a real show. And uh, thanks for supporting us. And if you heard anything today that you can connect with, empathize with. Let us know. First day pod at gmail.com. Early on, I'm Michael. <laughs> <laughs>